Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to Loose Units, Loose Ends, the weekly spin-off true crime podcast where my ex-cop dad and I just sort of waffle on like absolute numpties. Waffle on, numpties, something's gone wrong in my brain box. Anyway, I'm Paul, that's John, and listeners, keen listeners will realise that a couple of episodes ago, I don't remember how many, but the building across from me, Dad, you'll remember this, it was set ablaze in a somewhat dramatic fashion and... We talked about it in some detail. You you provided some very compelling theories. The building has remained dormant. Now, you suggested that it was arson? Hmm. Yep. Would you like to find out whether you were correct or not? I'd love to. Great. So I got reached out to by an anonymous listener who specifically said, please don't name me, which makes me think either it's a source close to this or the arsonists themselves. Anyway. Hi, Paul. Hope you're well, mate. I have some info about the Paran fire. Can confirm arson. Offender arrested at the scene. Was already on bail for arson and has been remanded until April. There's a lot to unpack here, Dad. First of Mm. all, what does remanded mean? It means that he has not been granted bail. So whenever anyone is arrested, um, as you can imagine, it's a big thing to do. You take away their civil liberties. Mm -hmm. You take away basically all their freedoms, uh, apart from things like breathing, going to the toilet. Uh, But they are very much constrained. Now, they're entitled to apply for bail. Mm -hmm. Bail means that they can undertake an assurance to appear before a magistrate at a date sometime in the future. So just to clarify, you get charged with a thing. Right, And rather than keep you in prison between the charging and the court date, Mm. you can uh, pay a certain amount. No, you don't necessarily pay anything. No? You... you, Look, it varies from country to country. Mm. Um, You know, it can be what's called a surety, where in extreme cases, but the, the magistrates and judges are reluctant to do this, you can actually put, for example your house or your mum and dad's house mm-hmm. um, up as surety. And then if you don't appear... They get the house. Which is pretty... I mean, that's pretty full on. And, and, and of course, if you're a flight risk, mm-hmm. they will demand that you hand in your passport. Okay? Okay. Yep. So, But you can appreciate, Paul, if it's a serious offence, there's a lot of things taken into consideration. Sure. The police... The the prosecution, which I imagine is the same in Victoria, would be the the police. They'd have a police prosecutor. They'd have the offender who's in custody. He would appear in court before a magistrate. And the magistrate will determine... So if he's got a legal... um, And he's entitled to sort of, you know, the the public defender, Mm. 
because he probably, he, he may not have any money. But he's entitled in our system, thank God, you are entitled to, to representation. Unless you waive that and say, I'm going to represent myself. But that would be, in most cases, folly. Right. So what's a bail bondsman? What's a bail bondsman? Mate, that's, that's, that's American. Okay. Uh, and, and we don't have that in Australia. Right, sure. Um, but, you know, if you skip bail in America and you've got a bond, the bondsman goes out and hunts you down. Mm-hmm. And I think, don't quote me on this, but I have a terrible feeling that in America, yeah, uh, bondsmen may sometimes shoot because it is frontier land over there. Let's face it. So basically like a bounty hunter. Bounty right? hunter. So- bounty, yeah, yeah. But, but they also... Okay, so they bring you back, they pay your bail, mm. and then... So the, the court will basically send you... Uh, God, that's a, it's a weird job. It's but weird. here, here in the case of this arsonist, they were already... Let me just read the exact phraseology, not the word. So let me just check. Yeah, can confirm arson. Offender was arrested at the scene, was already on bail for arson. Mm. The person, this particular person, who's given us this information, um, it's it's... It, I take it this information is not or has not been in the public arena or has it? I don't know. Hmm. Well, if it hasn't, then it's pretty exciting for our podcast. Um, and he must I mean, be, he or she must be fairly close to the situation. Let it's, me just put it this way. I, the Facebook page of the person who gave me the tip uh, looks like it may have been created to give me the tip. Hmm. So clearly someone wanted to convey this information. Um, my question is, I mean, could it be the arsonist? What do you think what are the odds um, of that? Well, we have all, all types listening to us. Uh, there's no doubt about that. We have people from all spectrums of the good and bad spectrum. Hang on, you think we have criminals listening to the show? Beyond a reasonable doubt. There'd be definitely people in jail uh, all over the world listening. Right. I mean, why wouldn't you? It's a great podcast. Um, but, Paul, the police, the onus is on them to prove and and convince the magistrate that this particular person is a risk to society. Mm-hmm. We are unaware at this stage of his antecedents, meaning his prior convictions, but the police prosecutor, when putting the case you know, state versus this particular offender, they're going to say that in their opinion... I mean, let's face it, from the, just from the scant information we have at this point in time, it, it's looking as though he may well be um, a habitual arsonist. Okay. And there was a case a few days ago in Sydney. Now, I've been in Thailand for six weeks now. However, I'm, I do keep myself conversant and up to date with what's happening and there was a terrible case in Sydney a few days ago mm-hmm. where a man went into a boarding house where he had been a previous boarder and he set fire to the establishment at this stage there are three people that were burnt alive inside the boarding house in the inner city suburb of Redfern they're still trying to find out whether there are in fact more people deceased now that's arson and that's a grim reminder and an extreme example, but very current, of what can happen. I mean, this guy that lit this place virtually next door to you and Tegan, 
what happens if there had been a resident caretaker inside in a little office hidden somewhere and had not got out. So you're saying it, it could have turned fatal? Could have turned into, into attempted or murder. The guy in Sydney has just been charged with three counts of murder. Mm. It's heavy. So to, to get a case mounted where they refuse bail, which, as I said, is a very, very big thing in, the, in, in our democratic society, mm-hmm. because what you're in essence doing, and this is quite problematic, that is that you are incarcerating a person that has not been found guilty, okay? Yeah. And someone has just been released from Guantanamo Bay after nine years, and they didn't find them guilty. Oh, I mean, this country has a proud tradition of incarcerating people, you know, for, for doing nothing. Yes, but also so, uh, counter to that, Paul, is that sometimes a rapist is bailed and rapes again. So the people that are making these decisions, there's a lot. I, I, I just, I, I don't think I could go to work. During, look, I have, a que- I, yeah, I have a question for you. So hmm. this person out on bail for arson lights another fire what does that mean for the people who let them out on bail i mean is there is there a responsibility there there's a moral responsibility one of probably suffering from insomnia till you die perhaps uh because it's ultimately in the lower court because it hasn't gone to trial so it's a magistrate that is going to make a determination and sometimes if this person has a very, very convincing uh, defence counsel and they make a very, very good case, he would have had a better chance if... Uh, because we know that no one was... Um, you know, no one died in this. If it had been his first offence and he had a, a blemish-free record, apart from perhaps a few motor vehicle, you know, fines, um, it would be reasonable... But, you know, if he's, if he's, for example, without, without a home, if he's homeless and he presents, um, you know, in a certain way before the court, there are also, you know, sort of first impressions that come into play. And, yeah, but the thing, as I said, Paul, there are people that have gone to jail and then they've gone to trial and they've been found not guilty. But how does one give them back all that time? And they've probably, if they were employed, they've no doubt lost their job, particularly if they're on... You know how you often hear on the news that someone's been arrested for a particular offence, and let's say it's January, and then it says um, the next hearing is going to be in May. That's the next hearing. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. So for four or five months, they're in custody. Mm-hmm. They're on remand. And prisons all over Australia have what's called remand sections. So every single person in that section of the particular jail is on remand. They're all waiting to go to trial. But the system is just so clogged up. It's just, there just are not enough judges and magistrates. Yeah. And jails. It's, yeah, it's pretty heavy, isn't it? But we were right. Our theory was right about Actually, arson. I mean, my theory was that it was an insurance job. Turns out it's just somebody who was apparently, oh, oh, it's entirely, it could still be an insurance job. You would just have to find an arsonist, right? Yeah. Um, well, you'd have to interrogate the arsonist and find yeah. out whether he was being paid by a third okay. party. Yeah, that that much I don't know. I, I mean, I'd really, ask, really like yeah. to know that. I'd love to know why this particular person, if Reached it's out? not, why he, how, how he, no, no, not that. I was. I'd love to know how the arsonist sort of made the determination, uh, how he chose that particular building. Because it's prime. It, it is prime real estate, mm. and developers have clearly been wanting to go at it for a while. Yeah, I think that's the, the uh, my my gut feeling again mm. is that uh, as as this thing as time passes and it goes to trial, it could it could get very you know very sticky for certain people. Yeah, that's my my feeling. I just have this feeling that I don't know if you w- taking somebody who has an illness. Right, albeit a very destructive one, and taking advantage of it and directing it for your own means. I feel like if somebody did pay this arsonist to do this, and they're an actual, let's say they're an actual firebug, you know, they they have a compulsion, right? Hmm. If that's the case, then I want the person above them who paid them to be prosecuted extremely harshly, right? Because then you they've they've committed two crimes effectively, haven't they? You're right, Paul. However, um, there are lots of people that are not sick or ill, as you put it. Yeah. They're just employees. Um, 
All right. And they 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 sort of they're, they're contacted. They are known within certain circles um, for doing certain things that other people might find distasteful. Now, of course, there's an element of risk with arson. In fact, of of all the crimes, arson is definitely up there with the most dangerous danger to the arsonist because you are dealing with highly explosive accelerants yeah. that have a mind of their own. And if you've ever seen footage of some of the arsons that take place, particularly on shops, mm-hmm. now people sometimes laugh and think, oh, that's really funny. Well, no, it's not funny when you see someone go into a into a shop at two in the morning use an accelerant, then as they're leaving, they throw or they light a match and the whole building explodes and blows the glass out, sort of lacerates and viscerates their, their face and body and they fly out into the path of an oncoming bus. That's an extreme example. But it happens because these are highly explosive situations. And as a firefighter, I've been to cars on fire and... Um, they are infernos. Um, yeah, so it's, uh, it's, it's, you know, the act of, of arson is fraught with danger. Yeah. So you don't necessarily have to be a sick person or even, you don't even have to be an arsonist. You, well, I, I guess that's not right, but you don't have to derive, you know, sexual gratification or get your jollies out of lighting fires. You might just be a very black and white person that's given a job and you just go and burn the building down and then you get on with your normal life you know you might be a practicing accountant mm. you could be a you could be anything uh but the lure of the of the, the holy dollar i think what i was referring to was yes people who actually have an illness oh, yeah, and are being, yeah. you know because if you knew somebody was really you know compelled mm. to light things on fire mm-hmm. then i mean i guess part of the problem for me is you could just tell them you could <laughs> go hey what if i gave you you know like pointing somebody at you know? Yeah, but they'd probably do it for nothing. You wouldn't even have to pay them. Yeah, but then, I mean... But I think how, if they've got a yeah. mental health issue, they're going to... Yeah. That is a chink in the armour of the, of, the, of the crime. You want a, you want a hardened professional yeah. who's going to be stum, don't you? Couldn't you kind of gaslight an arsonist, like a, like a proper firebug? You know, somebody who is completely just beyond their control, compelled to light fires. If you just sort of started planting seeds in their head and then made sure that the opportunity presented itself, you know, like they got home and there was a butane torch and a little map or whatever, right? Mm, that's um, really funny, Paul. And you are, your lovely fertile imagination is working overtime. <laughs> a little map. I'm sorry. It's so funny. Just a little hand-drawn map, you know, mm, mm. just directing people. Mm. Anyway, I guess I, I guess we can say case closed unless our mysterious kind of informer reaches out to us with any more mm. news, any updates. Paul, as you and the listeners know, we've been over here for six weeks in yep. Thailand, and it's been it's been really good. Um, but I'd just like to tell you something that is quite creepy, sure, and very disturbing. I'm going to try and paint a picture for you and the listeners. Now, what I'm about to tell you is so bizarre that it's definitely in the... Mm, let me think about this. It's possibly in the most top five bizarre things I've ever heard of in my life. All right. It's a big call, isn't 
Well, because the listeners will know a lot of the bizarre things that you've heard in your life. I know, but it's so out there. Yeah, but I'm saying that they will be they will be the judge. Yeah. True. 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 But yeah. prior to to telling you and the listeners what I'm about to tell you, yeah, I did some research and I can't actually find anything on what I'm about to tell you. Okay. So that's pretty weird. So where we live, imagine where I, I'll rephrase that. Where we have a house in Thailand is on the Gulf of Thailand. It's a place called Wahin, and it's it's a very beautiful place. And there's a very narrow road that sort of is between the mountains and and the the Bay of um, oh God, <laughs> the Gulf of Thailand. Now, Paul, you've yes. been here. You and Tegan have been here. Yes. So you can yes. visualise that you're driving down, sort of on the flat near near the water. You sort of hang a right or a left, depending on which way you're going, and you go over a railway line, and you then make your way up into the mountains. Is that a fair analogy? Uh, yes. Description. Yes, I would agree. Okay. So, over the last few weeks, we're not often out at night time, but we were coming up the hill, and it's really dark. The street, the street lighting is not great up in, up in the mountain. And to our right is a like a temple for elephants. Um, so it's obviously fairly, you know, fairly, fairly religious sort of place of reverence. And then a few weeks ago, sort of coming at me towards the, like through the trees, and there was a bit of a wind blowing and it was sort of a, it was slightly eerie and so as I'm looking out the window to my right. And I saw what I thought was a, large movie screen in the bush near this temple and then I made a point of the next time we drove past and I slowed down and I could actually hear and see an old black and white movie playing on this sort of a, like a, an outdoor uh, like a film screen yeah and now, this is really fucking creepy. There were seats um, set up, but there was no one there. There was not one human attending this film that I, from what I could gather, probably was filmed in the 1930s in Thailand. And it was disturbing. And it was quite loud, the dialogue. And then... A couple more times we drove past and the same thing was happening time and time again, same time of the evening. I'd hear the, 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 you know, the old Thai language being sort of blared out over these loudspeakers and again, all the seats were vacant and there was, it's just totally creepy. And then we spoke to your brother's wife and I, I said, look, what's the story here? And she had this weird look on her face. And then she said that it's a cinema for the dead. They play films for the deceased, for the spirits, so they can come back at night time and sit. And, of course, you can't see them. And as I'm telling you this, I'm getting a case of the goosebumps. I actually am. What do you think of that, Paul? That's a, really weird. That's, that, I mean... A cinema for the dead. 
and they're playing really old old films that's fucking creepy that's really interesting yeah and it's close to our house which i find <laughs> very disturbing oh my god oh fuck i never entirely know what we're going to get on loose ends <laughs> but i don't think anyone suspected you know um a follow up on the arson story and a cinema for the dead but that's what you get every friday on loose ends Listen, that's all the time we have for this week's episode of Loose Ends, but thank you so much for listening to another Loose Units. Dad and I are going to be back next week on Tuesday with part three of our look at Adelaide's horrific crime spree undertaken by the family. That one's been really difficult, and um, we've gotten some interesting correspondence, which we're going to start the episode with. But in the meantime, stay safe, everyone. Have a fantastic weekend. And Dad, please do something about those bloody roosters. I can't wait till you get back to Australia and we can finally do this on a normal (laughs) time zone. Yeah, it'd be great. Yeah. All right. Bye, Dad. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Cheers. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.